You're now tuned in to Flavor in Your Ear. Flavor in Your Ear. What is going on, everybody out there? Welcome to another episode of Forbidden Flavors. We are here for your enjoyment. So today we will continue with our cross-referencing, asking each other questions, get to know each other, and we'll get into our main topic. You can look forward to uh, some pretty surface questions just so we can get to know each other's two new calls so i'll start off by asking zone her first question and then we'll go from there so zone your question is what would you constitute a perfect day for you dang that is a good question mm-hmm. hmm i think i got two of them a perfect day probably at the beach you know, one of those secluded ones where you just go and sit and by the water and just talk. You don't have nothing to talk about, but you just talk. It's, <laughs> I was. That's one. Or something that we as people don't do anymore is like, per, like maybe at the beach, a perfect picnic. Something with everything that you really wouldn't eat on a given day, but you mm-hmm. want to like make it special. So you probably just get some stuff that you know that you're not supposed to have. But you eat okay. it anyway, because mm-hmm. you you never know if you're gonna die that same day. So I kind of like want it, or if not, I guess the day at the well for me, I'm, I'm a water person. So I would probably say maybe the aquarium because I always for some odd reason it's like I'm drawn to the water. I'm a Pisces, so I'm so naturally drawn to the water. I like I like water too. Water's pretty common, so I'm a water person too. I agree with the water being common, like. And then, like, being out here in Europe and everything like that, I think it even, like, heightened my uh, love for water because it's, like, so many different, like, views and stuff. So I dig what you're saying about about the water, yeah. So what would be your perfect day? My perfect day. Smoking weed. No, I don't don't smoke, brother, so I can't be smoking no weed on my perfect day. But I would say... say, uh, First off, it's like this no stress, nobody like bothering me, no, 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 anything like that. I want to be the most calm ever, you know, nothing like that. Um, I like to be somewhere really scenic. Um, I probably would like to be out in nature, um, but not with, not with uh, like bugs and stuff. So my perfect day would be me out in nature with some decent weather, you know, chilling or whatnot. I probably want to be on like a like a resort island somewhere type of type. Mm-hmm. I, I like islands. I love islands personally now. I had island fever at first where when I went to my first island before, but I think now islands are pretty dope as long as you, you know. I'm like a slow sipper and stuff now. I'll be chilling, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's like my vibe right there. Just chilling, good weather, no bugs, you know, just being free, no stress, no worries. Probably no electronic devices either because I more so like to enjoy moments for what they are. Okay, I guess that's the old school in me that I would like to enjoy the moments for days without it being like on camera and everybody, you know, viewing and things like that. So what you got for me since you cross-referencing? True. So let's go. Before you make, before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? And if so, why? <laughs> Before I make a phone call, do I rehearse what I'm going to say and why? I have several times rehearsed what I'm going to say, and I still fuck it up. <laughs> I still fuck it up. I've rehearsed uh, what I was going to say because I, you know, you try to think about your comebacks if you mm-hmm. argue and all that shit like that. So I try, I've tried that before, and it doesn't work out because depending on how the conversation go, that scripted shit just go out the window. 
I've also, if I talk to my mom, I've rehearsed how my reaction, because when my mom be saying some shit, like it would just like tick me off or I would have an emotional response. So I try to rehearse a little bit, you know, yeah, mama, you know, I'll be trying to give myself a calm so I could be, you know, <laughs> so I could be rehearsed for it. But I've rehearsed, I rehearse a lot before I get on the phone. I do like natural conversations, but when I know I'm about to go to into a situation where it might be some back and forth, I do try to rehearse uh, what I'm going to say. And I rehearse my apologies. I do. I rehearse my apologies before time because I want it to be, I don't want to make an on the spot apology if I apologize, if that makes sense. And I like to know what I'm, I like to let it marinate what I'm apologizing for and address everything. So I apologize. So I won't forget nothing. If that makes any sense. What about you? Do you rehearse? Makes sense. I yeah. try to rehearse them because mm-hmm. I know my attitude and I'm one of the people, whatever I say, I don't apologize for. It just comes out. So I try to part like you. I try to like rehearse most of what I say. So it'll be close to what I say. But when a person gets on the phone and switches up the conversation, their whole rehearsal has gone out the window because everything I was going to say is forgotten. And the me that's, that's not thinking comes straight on out. So I do I do rehearse everything in my mind for the what ifs because I typically typically know people and what they're kind of going to say to me. So I'll be like, I'm going to try this this way. And as soon as they say something I don't like, everything I thought I was going to say nicely is forgetting, forgotten and over with. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, so, I'm kind of like that, too. Like I said, I try to be I try to be preppy with my. But sometimes you know you just gotta talk, you throw the whole throw the whole practice away, <laughs> you throw the whole practice away, and you, and you just go in. So I was about to ask you a question. I'm doing answer already. Okay, we have cupped it already. I got another question for you. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? Um, for to me, you. for you. me yeah. personally, the only thing that's always off limits is kids. You can say what you know about my mother, my father, because I'm going to back at you. But when it comes down to anybody's kids, I do not. I don't care if I'm online. I don't care if I'm online. I don't know you, do know you. When it comes down to kids, I take real offense because kids are innocent party in any and everything that happens. No child wakes up and looks like their parents and say, oh, I want to look like you or I want to have a disability. Kids don't wake up and do those things. So when you start coming at kids, like when they did Beyonce's daughter, I went on everybody that was online because I felt like that little girl had nothing to do with who her parents were. She had nothing to do with what she looks like. She doesn't control her genetics. We don't control our genetics per se so when you talk about kids i get real offended i don't care if you talk about a death i don't care if it's a small joke oh i goes in i just i don't tolerate talking about kids at all i can agree with that yeah, i can agree with that uh because kids don't have nothing to do with a lot of situations but one thing about you know today's generation like ain't nothing off limits like it just ain't nothing off limits. That's, that, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I was really a bad thing because certain things you just don't, you don't, you know, you don't involve in. But I can't. I think it's a thing nowadays. Like if somebody cross the line, that like it's appropriate to cross the line with the same exact thing. So people don't have that restraint like they used to anymore. So when people get salty or they don't have nothing to say, they gonna dig for stuff that you know kind of ruffle your feathers and get you upset. So a lot more people. Uh, do mention kids and, and stuff like that, you know, nowadays outside of just your mama and your daddy type of type of type of type of thing like that. Me personally, I'm not gonna sit there and say that I've never mentioned that before. However, uh to my defense, you know, I was defending myself. 
I didn't initiate I didn't initiate the energy you know I just was you know how you somebody baked the cake and I'm gonna cut it and put the icing on it that's what I did you know so the savagery in me the savagery in me you know if you activate it and I'll get savage but I won't be the person to be on the offense to ever you know uh, beginning in that way uh, so that's why I said I agree with you but I'm not gonna sit back like I'm not somebody who's ever went down that lane before but is that my uh, lane of choice? I would say no. It, 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 it isn't. It's not my lane of choice. So def- definitely that. I don't like people that um, speak about elderly people either. Just based on the fact, I feel like uh, it's a lack of respect for elderly people when people like I don't like people that speak about the elderly or people that's like mentally challenged. I don't like that. That's something I don't feel like should be joke with. When you're talking about somebody's family or something like that, because uh, I don't know, I just like I've never been a fan of people to bully people. Like talk about somebody who, who gonna clap back at you or who gonna be able to you know, stand toe to toe with you. Don't pick on the people that has issues or just can't defend themselves. That's some punk shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's in my book. I don't like people that that, that do that. You know, the mom and dad should any, any normal any normal person that joke and joke could probably take that. I don't take that. I'm not gonna say I don't take it serious, but I know the shit ain't true. But when you talk about defenseless people. And so like that and kids probably can be involved in that too. I don't really play that shit. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care for that. So I would have to say, in addition to what you said, you know, like the elderly and the mentally challenged, I, I, I keep them out of, keep them out of conversations or jokes as well. And I know for people for comedy, they make those jokes like that. But I'm talking about like when you're like your homeboy or somebody, you know, cracking, 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 like, you know how to, you know how I get, I, I don't really play that shit. Like I, I draw the line there and I let people know I don't, I don't really play. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. So. No, you see, you can joke about grandma. Grandma's lived a good life for me. I mean, I'm no. not saying like old people. Grandma has already been here. Grandma done done her dirt. Grandma could be a mean <laughs> old savagery when she want to be. But yeah, I agree with the mentally ill, mentally challenged, or a child. Yeah. Pretty much all in the same boat for me. But grandma, I'm like, come on, my grandma, she would cut, she would cut you down. So it ain't no, she goes hard. So I, when I say my grandma, like eighty some years old, oh, she still cuts. So I don't really. <laughs> against the old people but yeah mentally challenged and kids those are yeah. things that really get me because a person with a mental illness can't really control the illness right. person that has down syndrome can't wake up and say hey i you know i'm glad to have down syndrome so i kind of get that part but grandma grandma talk about all you want because grandma that's, can have yeah that's just me personally that's just me personally i, I like i mean people can I do it but i'll be like you know like chill 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 wing but like you know so like don't go that don't, don't go that deep that's my personal thing that's my own personal I, like, I get you. Everybody got their own little person. Some people about them about their mom. They be they be on one hundred. You know, like they be turned to the max. If you say something about their mom, because everybody's different preference situations are different. So that's just my own little personal thing. So, what you got for me? Last one. What you got? Well, you're gonna find an interesting one. I, I actually have a couple, but I I got my time restraint. So. Mm-hmm. So it says, if you, if a crystal crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, and the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Hmm, that's a good one. Ooh, okay, so if a crystal ball could tell me about the future of myself. Your future, your life, anything. It could be anything. What would you really want to know? I would want to know how my life going to turn out like 20 years from now to be honest with you because <laughs> like the 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 
unknowingness of like not knowing how the future, what the future gonna hold. Like I'm living now, I'm fine. I feel like I'm gonna be fine, but you never know what you're gonna experience, who you're gonna lose. You know what I'm saying? Like through that time period, how you, how did it affects you? So I wish I would have a little bit more comfort if I knew like way ahead of ahead of time what things are gonna happen in my life to you know to affect me in a deeper way because it'll help me not so prepare for what well, mentally prepare for it. So I would know like oh man these things are going to happen t- towards this time, you know, so I would, I would, I would be better prepared kind of why I knew where the booby traps were. Or I knew where the pitfalls was going to be, you know, in the future of my lifetime. Cause that's the scariest thing. Just not knowing like, like this pandemic, this pandemic came out of fucking nowhere. I wish I would have known, you know, man, we about to hit a pandemic. Cause all those moments before the pandemic would have been, you know, a lot more, you would have put a lot more emphasis on those minute, on those moments if you hadn't known that you're about to be locked the fuck down for a year or a year and a half or something like that. So I wish that Crystal Ball can tell me what those points in my life were in the future so that I can know how to adjust accordingly. And I know that's kind of like the cheat code or whatever. I know this, that's not how life works, but that's something that if I had a Crystal Ball, I would like to tell me, tell me what my misfortune is going to be because I'll make my own fortune for myself. I don't need you to you know, tell me if I'm going to be rich or not because I'm going to keep on working, hustling or whatever. To get what I need to be, but tell me what the misfortunes are, what those sad ones going to be, so I can know how to, you know, brace for them. What about you? Well, I'm gonna say because the hardest thing is with knowing about yourself is trying to prevent it and creating a different catastrophe for yourself. Like I don't want to know because one thing I've learned when you know, like if, like I said to you before, if somebody told you tomorrow that you're going to get hit by a bus. You're going to stay in the house the whole day of that tomorrow. You're going to try to stay in the house two days from that tomorrow. But the only thing you did was kind of delay the inevitable. Now, the problem with people in the crystal ball is looking at the exact time. When you get a moment to look at the exact time and you try to change it, the only thing you're doing is the butterfly effect. You dip the time just a little bit and you alter it. But inevitably, when it's time for you to make that mistake, it's going to happen one way or another. Now, getting it in order, I would probably want to get it in order. But to prevent it, no. Because honestly, I think the greatest thing in life for me is death. So I really don't want to know anything else because living is hard. But death seems a little bit easier and it's forever. Because being here, you're here so long that when it's your time to go, you're just happy to be gone. So I mean, for me, honestly, I don't think I would want to look into a crystal ball because I have one in there if you want me to look at it. I have mm-hmm. one in there. And like I said, when you see things that you know are going to happen, it affects your mental more than it is just living. What you don't know it saves you a whole lot of more less stress than what you do know. So what you don't know, you live life like every day is the last. But when you do know, hey, I'm going to die next week, you start partying, start partying, start partying, but you know it's coming. So you try to do everything to prevent it. But when you don't know it's coming, you live your life like it's the best thing in the world. You value it, but you live it. So I don't think for me, honestly, I always ask that question and I do not want to know because I have enough friends that do it. And whenever they tell me something, when it doesn't happen, you're disappointed. When it does happen, you're disappointed. So you kind of go like, well, I'm going to be disappointed regardless. But let me be disappointed on a certain term. I, as soon as I said that, I remember uh, last time we was talking that you said, um, why you don't like to predict uh, certain things with people because they try to prevent it. I, as, soon as, you, as soon as I said the question to you, I was like, oh, man, I remember when you, when you started talking, I said, you remember you said that because people try to prevent it. If you tell them something like something bad can happen to them, they try to you know, prevent it by living their life differently just to delay it. You know, to just to delay it. So I do remember that. That's that's crazy. I remember that. So I, I agree with everything you said, though. Uh, that's accurate. 
whatnot uh, regarding that, but I guess I still want to know. Like, not nothing like, oh, you're going to die this day. You know, I would like, I'm, oh, I'm staying in the house. I ain't dying a day like that. No, I wouldn't want to do that, but I guess something that, like, to the hard hit, like the, the hard hit or the, the curveballs that the life might throw me. You know, like, I, I just, maybe that maybe that's what I want more because I don't want to live my life differently. I still want to live my life the way I, you know, I live freely without trying to, you know, navigate a certain type of way. And just when you know something's coming, you like say I'm about to get punched in the face. It's easier for me when I know the punch is coming if I can't guard myself instead of getting sucker punch. You know, like sucker punching that that'll mess me up more than you know. I I know the punch coming. I, you know, I, I, I tense up, I break up, and boom, get hit. Still gonna hurt me, but that that sucker punch, that sucker punch, give you a whole different type of you know, <laughs> whole different type of disrespect. You like, man, I didn't even see that shit coming. I got knocked. You know, you know that's what I'm saying. That's, that, that's all. That's all it's about. But so you probably noticed I'm gonna tell you first time on here. So I got some feedback from a few from a few people from my last episode. Which I'm still, we still behind up, so I gotta put that out too. Sorry, guys, but uh, there was this to the episode. Everybody liked that they said they liked that we don't agree on everything and stuff like that. Which I, I told you that's naturally how it is, and you're not afraid to say your opinion, not afraid to say my opinion, which is cool. But they said that our, because so with podcasting, they said that you should build a community. So they was like, somebody suggested what our uh, community should be for this show. Called it the Closet Freaks <laughs> because we said that, and I, I thought I thought it was cool. So shout out to Travis Brown for the for, for that because I think that is a really good name. Um, because when we was talking last episode, uh, we was talking about I think me was talking about how people are like closet freaks, right? Like they really free, but they just don't have a voice to say it out loud, or they don't have a, the people to compensate with be free with. So our community, so y'all here out there, once we get this thing going, y'all the closet freaks. So the closet freaks can please send in. All those closet free questions, y'all can be anonymous. It's okay. <laughs> but we are here to talk about it because me and Zone will talk about it all anyway. So <laughs> I just thought that'd be cool. What, what, what you think about that name? Zone, what do you think about it? I think that's a good name for the community? Are you like, she's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It is so many closet freaks out here. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a lot of freaky people out here that do not want to say I'm a freak because of social status or religion, whatever it is. I'm an open freak. I'm not even a closet. So I'm fine with it. I agree. I agree. I'm just now learning to express myself so <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I, I think that's a good I think that's a good name for for a community. So you know you guys out there who we, we know y'all what y'all thinking, but y'all don't want to say it out loud. We're here for y'all just so you know. So what are we gonna talk about today for our main topic? I'm gonna let you choose. I'm, I'm gonna let you choose what we're gonna talk about today. I think I chose the last time. Oh, I had only because I just went through this with a couple of my co-workers. I found out how you guys, again, closeted freaks, those that are and aren't. Like, are you, how many guys are like willingly admitting to liking to have their breasts up? Well, we call them nipples. I don't know what y'all want to call them as men, man boobs, what have you call them. But I found a lot of guys that do not like having it done. And I don't understand why. It is a pleasurable thing. It's an orgasmic thing, but I find a lot of brothers, women like it. So I don't understand why men don't like it. We all have the same anatomy. So I don't understand why you men don't like having it done or won't admit to like getting it done. So let me go on record for saying that I like it done. That's first of all. <laughs> and whoever, whoever says that they don't like it being done, you know what? I'm not going to judge anybody out there, but I'll just let you all. So I think... I think the fact that uh, this is my personal opinion, by the way, I think that 
men think the only way that they can have a man like attitude, you know, it's not, you know, it's just them, you know, being aggressive and stuff like this. So when you say little sensual things like, oh, you like your nipples. So they think they, they immediately think that's like a woman's, you know, what I'm saying a woman's role or, or something like that. Even though if you look at science that your nipples have like a lot of sensitivity in them, you know, what I'm saying so it's mm-hmm. different and things like that. So like I don't call them man boobs. I never say that. I say it's nipples. It's, it's, it's a nipple. I don't. You know, that's what I call it. And uh yeah, it's, it ain't bad at all. It's not bad at all. You know, like be a little more open minded because this is why a lot of a lot of people, you know, like I feel like that's just like surface for you right there. That didn't even like, you know, like deep flight. So if y'all like, oh, no, I don't do that. Like y'all going to lose somebody, you know, not being open like 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 that. Like I would say, like, I don't I think the I think we talked about like pride and ego before. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think there are people saying, oh, I don't do it. I don't do it. Nah, it, it like it, what what what's bad about that if it's with, if it's with somebody like what like what's 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 bad about it Cause I, I get it on people like oh i'm not gay so i'm going to my ass okay that's different but woman woman sucking your chest or whoever sucking your chest what's 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 the big deal <laughs> if it feel good like no i don't i don't personally agree with those men out there who like to uh say oh i don't like my nipples suck why i want to know why i wish we had somebody here that, that you talk to and say oh, just why because if you're going to sit there and say it don't feel good, that's cap. That's a lie because it does feel good. I am one person who has got money to suck before. And yes, it does feel good. So I, and I don't, I'm not even ashamed to say it like it, it feels it, it feels really good. Don't bite me now. I'm, I'm not at all. I don't want to, I don't want you gnawing on me now because I don't want all that. But it's definitely when your guard is down and you relax and you're not being all tense and tense asshole. Like it's definitely enjoyable and it adds spice to whatever you're doing. It's not nothing like it's like putting you in danger or nothing or, you know, you're going to, you know, lose any body functionality about it. So I don't know why men have such a strong stance about, you know, about that, but then they'll like be all down to eat pussy, like, and just like, you know, stuff like that. Like they have no problem with that. And cause that's like a manly, you know, that's like almost a manly thing. But like, I think in, in topics like this, like we got to take the lid off of some things being like only a woman can do this for a man. Only a man can do this for a woman. It should be, whatever your partner like, you know, that you open to doing it. If you, you know, if y'all on the same, you know, on the same level, if you trying to please that person, that person trying to please you, you should be open. I'm not saying you have to do everything, but you should be open to trying. And if you don't like it, fuck it. Not. Like they ain't trying to tell you, kill you or cut your limbs off. You know, nothing like that, man. Try it. And if you don't like it, say, look, honey, or baby or whatever they call you. I don't really like how that feel. Like I thought, but, uh, but, you, but the other person will feel a little bit of appreciation. If you try to form, you know what I'm saying? Like if it ain't hurting them, but well, ain't got no medical situation. Fucking why, why not try it? You know, because end of the day, we know in this world, right? Somebody going to try it with them, man. <laughs> if they really want to do something, if somebody really want to do something, it, that's, the, that's the thing about it, right? Like you keep telling somebody, no, 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 no. And then it's going to be, and you, that's something you really want just to try it. You know, they're going to for someone else to try it because they're like, oh, you just, you, if you don't like me enough to try to do something new, you know what I'm saying? So am I wrong? Is that, is that wrong? Uh, what do you think about my assessment of that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about a guy saying like she's going to try elsewhere, but I know for speaking from a female coming from a bi world, not going to say gay, bi world. It's the same concept as me doing a girl. It's the same nerve, same nerve endings. I mean, have a little bit of ice put on it, make it freeze, add a little wax to it, make it warm. Because, you know, they got that melting candle now that you can put on your put on the nipples and you can eat it off. 
Oh, y'all never had it. Yeah. Oh, look at, look, yeah. look at you. Now she's talking about some new shit. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> that are edible. You have to order okay. from freak shops, but you can get wax candles that you can melt. And once they melt, you can lick them off. It's the greatest thing in the world. I'll let nobody tell you that. But the point is, if you've never had it done, you've never tried it, get you some. So point is, guys <laughs> are so afraid to be called to me to be called gay because it is a sexual thing that they associate with gay men, females, and you know overall just nastiness. And it's not because it is a nerve. Y'all don't talk, guys don't stop to think about how much turned on a girl can be by actually doing all of this for a girl that's not actually bisexual, that's never been with a woman, but she can do all these things with her man. She's good. We're not asking y'all to put the stick nothing in your butt. No butt plugs, no none of that. So I'm not understanding how many guys go, oh, that's nasty. I can't see it being done. I could never do that. It is a pleasurable moment that takes the mind to it. You can, it makes you wonder what your girl feels like when you're doing it to her. Because if you're going through the ecstasy in your mind, imagine what she feels like. Because if you're doing it right, then her mind is going to other places. If she's doing it right, your mind is going to places that you never imagined. Because it is a great feeling. Plus, it also makes the dick hard when, you know, kind of like when she's doing it it sends it sends signals to the nerve in this in the penis it automatically gives a feeling that you probably didn't even know you had so i think most guys feel real uncomfortable because it puts them into a gay mentality which you shouldn't have because sex is not homosexual bisexual straight heterosexual none of that it's just sex and if you love the person you're with or you really feeling that person, everything y'all do should be really, really pleasurable. It should never make you uncomfortable. Not unless you deep down have homosexual tendencies that you're afraid may come out, then that's a personal thing that you have to deal with. But if you're just saying, hey, I love this person, I really care about this person, or shawty a freak, these are things that you probably never thought about doing, but somebody brings it out of you, you shouldn't have no problems doing it, continuing to doing it, or saying, hey, I like it. But guys go automatically hey hey don't do that and i'd be like why it's just sex it's nothing that i'm gonna go like hey y'all know i sucked his titties last night it's not gonna happen <laughs> so i don't understand why guys get so offended when a girl wants to do that and i'm like bro it is so many different things that it could lead to i mean literally now i'm not gonna stick my finger in your ass because i don't want your finger i mean I ain't gonna say nothing about that, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's a whole different ball game within this. That's different. That's different, though. That's that's completely different. That's some penetration. That, but that's penetration too. I mean, teachers own, but I'm saying like, but I don't think they're comparable. Like you sticking right. your finger up somebody's butt and you putting your tongue on somebody's chest. It's levels to this, you know. Like, <laughs> like I feel like that's level, like level, like the nipple thing, like level C, and maybe the finger in the butt thing, like level B, you know, I, I don't think it's comparable. So I got a question for you, but not to cut you. I got a question for you though. So is it, is it homophobia you think a lot of men struggle from or because what, what do we consider homophobia? Right? Like, because, okay. So now, so let me, let me pose a question correctly for you here. Cause this is my, this is my thought process when I'm listening to you talk. Right. So nowadays in the community, in the world, you know, uh, homosexuality is a lot more open and a lot more, you know, in the public eye now, right? So there's a, a community that, you know, represents themselves as homosexual, whatever it might be, bisexual, you know, whatever it might be, right? And heterosexual man, I guess that's the most manly thing to do is like draw the line that I'm not nothing, you know, nothing like that. Do you feel like that's homophobia in a way? Or is just like super masculinity? Like, I, I don't know. It, what, what do you what, what would you call it? What would you call it? Because because obviously 
if you're comparing everything for you know for you, that you want to do on a freedom standpoint with your with a woman, if even if it's with a woman, how do you make it like just make it gay and you like oh, I'm not gonna do it because that's gay. Like so, is that like homophobic? What, what what would you call it, Zone? I don't know. What would you call it? Okay, see, from what I've been seeing, they have these guys they call freaky shooters. Now, if you've never heard of a freaky shooter, I've, I've I got kids, so I'm always learning something new. So apparently, a freaky shooter is a guy that's a thug, a street dude, whatever in the streets, but he is a feminine person in the bedroom. So yeah. So he's like, Hold on now. Elaborate now. Freaky shooters. This is the definition of a freaky shooter. A guy that's streetwise, that's, that's probably a thug in the street, carry a gun, blah, blah, blah. But when he gets into the bedroom, he likes to do feminine things. So, yes, if you've never heard of a freaky shooter, I learn something new from my kids all the time. When you say feminine, elaborate a little bit what you say feminine. What, what's some feminine. feminine things that a freaky shooter would be doing in the bedroom? Homosexual, what they would consider homosexual stuff, like kissing, kissing another man, or getting their nipples done, like getting their nipples sucked on, you know, getting their body licked on, things that they figured that a street dude would not do. So most of the guys out here want to pretend to be street. So to me, I feel like a lot of them are afraid to say, hey, I like this done. Oh, hey, I want to do that. Because in your mind, most of the guys say, I've been to jail. I've seen this happen. I've done that. And it's all your personal choice. If you've done stuff in jail, jail life is jail life. I can't knock you for it because it ain't me. But what I've seen is a lot of guys have come with this. These new terminology be hilarious. So the freaky shoot is the new terminology that I've learned this past two weeks. So I, it, I learned this now. I learned this now, goddamn. Yeah. Like I said, because I have young, I got teenage kids and older kids. So when they be telling me things, I go like, "Is this real?" They are real things. They they really really show. So you would look. I'm gonna give you an example of who they would consider a freaky shooter. Mace. I know mm-hmm. you were Pastor Mason Bethel. Okay. Okay. Diddy, freaky shooter. Oh, okay. Shooter. You see what I'm saying? You have Young Thug considered a freaky shooter. So that's what they're considered freaky shooters. So when I feel like when they're doing things in the bedroom, they don't want to be considered one of those type of guys that's emasculated, effeminate, none of that. So when a girl does stuff like that, it feels like you're taking down your manhood. And I don't think you should feel like that. But I notice a lot of guys feel like their manhood is being questioned by doing things that they think are less than manly. Most guys talk brute sex, rough sex, doggy style. Boom, you think you done done everything in the world because you done you done done doggy style. You done done rough sex. You done ate a little pussy. So you think you've done everything rugged and manly. So when a woman says, Hey, let's try this, let me pour some, let me pour some wax on your nipples. You go like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. That's not me. And you go like, well, it's us. It's not a you, it's a us thing. But as soon as it turns around and flips reverse on her, you want to suck your dick. Men suck dick too. So I'm not really sure where that's going from. Uh, you want to do anal. Men do anal too. So I'm not really sure where you're going with that. But in your mind, you're feeling less than a man when you do certain things with a female. So and I'm thinking like a lot of guys that are under undercover that don't really want to say, hey, I'm gay or blah, blah, blah. They don't want to ever get called out because I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of black women. As soon as a black man does something that looks a little bit feminine, 
you automatically say he's gay. Bobby Smurder, I watched him, for example, the other day. He was doing a little weird dance online with his homies. The first thing black people said was, damn, Bobby doing some gay moves. Bobby was just dancing. Even if he is chashaying, the first thing they called him was RuPaul. So a black man cannot be a black man without being feminine-wise or not being emasculated, and I think that's totally unfair to the black man. And I'm not doing the race thing, but I've dealt with brothers of another race and they've never questioned his sexuality they just enjoy the pleasurable moments but a black man he always comes into question for everything he does and he shouldn't have to he should not be questioned for everything he does that's pleasurable if he even talks a certain way he's considered gay if he even looks a certain way you're considered him gay if he even thinks of a pleasurable thing to do you automatically say hey that brother's gay because you that's what we've been taught so long that everything a black man does is under the microscope so that's why i honestly feel like when a brother says hey i don't want my nipple suck because he's afraid that any moment that he does do it that black woman is going to go tell exactly what he did she's going to make him feel less than a man because he did it they get in the middle of an argument i watch love hip-hop all the time i just started watching it but not online but i watched it with my daughter and i watched the first thing they do is throw each other under the bus with gay gay conduits like hey anybody said that when you was doing this and you go like well damn or hey anybody say when you like that done the brother was just having pleasure with you why did you have to put his business out there but that's the whole thing with black people we automatically gotta emasculate the black man for just being him if that makes sense that's why i say when i say brothers don't like to do certain things they don't like to explore because it's a fear of will she tell when i get mad will she go and reveal it to her girls who's going to tell her when we get mad she be girl she ain't gonna tell her she gonna tell on your man because she be with your girl she told everybody what y'all done done because a black woman tells her friend her friend tells everybody else her friend tells your man and your man already joining on you or she tell your enemy and your enemy put it out there so i just feel like i would love for black men to be more exploratory when it comes sexually but i know it's going to take a lot because of the stereotypes and the stigmatism behind the things that women allow and want to do that's that's straight facts. I I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Um, for first off, I know about the freaky shooter. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's my that's my old ass age now. You didn't bought you didn't bought some stuff from the younger generation up in. So everybody, that's where freaky shooter is. And now she's putting. I'm never gonna be able to forget that damn term now. So I know what that is. So shout out y'all freaky shooters out there. We now we know what y'all are. Y'all got a name for yourselves. Closet freaks and freaky shooters. That's two new <laughs> two new uh, labels we got uh, out here. But I, yeah, I, I do agree. Um, that African American men or men of color have it a little bit tougher. I guess because it's a stigma with uh, men of color, or whatever it is that you know, it's just the strength, it's the strong. You know, like because because of our physique and whatever it might be, it's a stigma. You gotta be strong, gotta be strong. So you don't want to if you if you're not a homosexual, you don't want to look in any way remotely close to being weak or exactly. you know or something like that. So and and I and another reason why I that I will say. We talk about each other too much too. Like we we down each like okay, I get it. We've been as a people, we've been through a lot of struggles like that. We criticize and talk about each other first is more than anybody. Like exactly. more than anybody. So it has people afraid to make a mistake or do anything question because they know the whole community gonna make you the butt of their joke and yep. be going in on you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I feel like that's the most huge part of it. And like people always find and it's okay to criticize people, but we don't do enough constructive criticism. We do a lot of negative criticism. That's just yeah. what we are. That's just what we are. Like 
that's what we are. And I, I'm not saying everyone, I'm saying as a community, I'm speaking like I'm not disassociated with the community, but a lot of people in the community, you know, do things like that. And you don't see other races or other people doing things like that. Uh, as far as, you know, when somebody make a decision, we are quick to throw somebody in the fire. We were quick to roast somebody. We quick to do things like that. And sometimes it's not even comedy no more. You know, like this is like, it's not even funny no more. Like you like actually like badgering and bullying somebody. You got grown ass adults that are afraid to do something because of the backlash. Other people, gonna, people that they don't even know can say something about them. And people getting defensive or, or getting upset. So that's one of the downsides to everybody's criticism nowadays. And like you said, if a woman go out and say it, what's the first thing a woman going to do to get vengeance? Put you out, put your ass out on blast in front of people that you don't even know. Right. So yep. like, and that's not fair. And I think that's another, that goes into another reason why, you know, men are afraid to express themselves in that way. I, I think I told myself like, you look, I don't identify as homosexual. I know that I feel good in my skin. So I'm not going to let that keep prohibiting me from you know trying different things you know with a woman that I that I say I care about and I love that's some grown man shit like when you get to that level like you solidify with yourself fuck what everybody else is gonna say about you because everybody's gonna talk if you with somebody who you trust and you wanna you know go to new levels with like I said if I try and I don't like it cool I'm gonna be like hey, look, babe, I don't I don't really like that like I thought it'd be cool but I ain't, I ain't really digging it but the consideration of that for a partner when they know that you like them enough to try it I think that right there and in, in general you know will give you some more longevity to whatever you're trying to do right like ain't nobody like nobody you do like you said three things and that's, and that's I'm only doing them three things I'm only doing that doggy style and missionary and, and I'm gonna choke you that's all I'm doing oh okay like that's being pretty selfish in my you know in my opinion for people that just do whatever they like and not trying to reciprocate for the other person because that's why I have some, like I said you push somebody away in ways you don't even know. That's what I think at least. I don't know, but that's a good. That was that was a good uh good take you had there on on that, on that one. I I didn't look at things that way. It's kind of crazy how we can come with like a really simple surface question and then just kind of go all like it's so many layers to it. That's why I like when we talk about stuff like this because it's bring out so many different layers. So just getting your damn nipple sucked, which I thought was great. You know, I was like, man, like who has a problem with that? Like. No, I've been liking it. I, and I'm, you see me, I'm on air. I'm not afraid to say, yeah, it's the shit to me. I don't, I don't have no problem with it. Like, I don't have no problem with it at all. Uh, you know, women, they, women have a lot more emotion when they do stuff too. And like I said, like, if they, if they down to do it, and it's like the excitement that your, that your, you know, that your body get when somebody willing to do those things like that. People don't understand. Like, it's, I'm glad that I understand that now, but like I just I'm just saying it's out here for others to know. Like you can't be afraid. I'm not saying go let your girl get a strap on and and, and make you make you a bitch and like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like don't be afraid to try different things. If the person you feel is worth it, you know what I'm saying, and you're trying to like grow with them, you know, not only mentally but sexually too. You got to be able to open up and still know at the end of the day you are you are you a man. <laughs> you are, you are a man, and that's and that's okay. Like because. Opinions. If we if we operate on opinions, we ain't gonna never live. None of me, me, you, or nobody we ain't gonna never live. Because right now, somebody probably disagree with what you said. Right now, somebody probably disagree with what I said. They got their own damn opinion. If I said, what if we stop recording because we said, oh shit, people don't agree with what we're saying. That's it's six billion people in the world. Everybody ain't gonna like what you're saying. That's how you got to look at things when you when you when you try and do certain things that whatever you do, you know, somebody gonna have a problem with it. So. I mean, oh it's true, but at the same time, like I said, when you are a female in a room full of women, you get more 
you definitely see more than you in a room full of men. Men can go into a room and literally talk about this and they might laugh and throw jokes about it. But when you're in a room full of women, especially black women, you really see the negative feedback and the hate and the anger that comes out of their mouth. And I can't blame them for finding out their man is a DL or their man is doing this and doing that. But when you listen to how harsh they are towards, they are the biggest critics of black men. You go like, wow, a black man can't do nothing that is remotely sexual in his mind without being fearful of. Because if you look at, like I'm going to say, world stop hip hop, media takeout, boss up, you don't really see a video of a white man sucking dick. But a black woman, when she's bitter, there are videos that come out that you never would have thought from mm. some most thuggest mm. looking dudes. So I don't knock a brother for not actually doing it. I would love for brothers to be able to do it, but let's be in reality. When you, I could go on World Stop Hill Hop right now and show you at least three videos of some angry women that really expose black men. You go like, well, dang, she was with him for a whole six years. As soon as that six years ended, she exposed that brother. What does it say about her character? Says a lot. But what does it say about his character? Nobody's shunning her for being with him for six years and watching him do it, but they're definitely going to shun him for doing it, period. But you that's like they're saying, you can't be, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can't say it's okay for the goose to watch it, but the gander can't do it, but as soon as she break, they break up, she didn't expose them. I'm going to say, well, dang, sis. You watched it the whole time. You wasn't appalled by it then. It didn't bother you then. You stayed with him for six years. When did this video take place? Because you recorded it. But on the flip side, they're going to say, oh, that nigga is gay. That is nigga. <laughs> Look at him. He's sucking better than her. But the point would have been she watched it. She was enjoying it. So when did it become nasty to you? You can't be mad at him for being bi because you was in the threesome with him. So what I'm saying is, it's harder for the black man to get a fair shake in life. I don't care if it's prison. I don't care if it's a drug game. I don't care if it's a work. If it's the bedroom, it's hard for the black man to get a fair shake compared to any other race of men or a black woman. Because if a black woman says, "Hey, I'm I'd have done I'd have done threesome with two bisexual men," nobody gonna go say, "Oh, you nasty." They gonna go like, "Damn, how was it?" But if a black man says, "Hey, I'd have done a threesome with a man and a woman." Bama's gonna say, well, dang, dude. It's like, what would Biggie say? Two dicks and no bitch? You find yourself in some serious shit? <laughs> Listen to how that went. There's no little Kim song, no Nicki Minaj song, or no goddamn Young M.A. song saying, hey, it's nasty. But Biggie gave you a whole goddamn going. He literally gave you that just like that. And I, that's one of the favorite, my favorite verses. Whenever I hear somebody say it, I go like, damn, Biggie, you gave me a goddamn hook that I'm never going to let go of. So whenever that's what I'm saying when I hear people talk about it. The the under uh, the, the catch 22 versus man versus woman. Because you ain't gonna never hear niggas say, well, dang, I done seen two females eat each other out. I was standing there, they invited me in. You go like, damn, they gonna give them eyes. They're gonna ask you who was fatter, who was taste better, who was tighter. They go, you gonna have all types of questions. But when your man said, me and my man ran this on a girl, she sucked and I fucked, you can go like, damn, I can't do that. I can't see me looking at another nigga dick while I'm fucking. You see what I'm saying? It's a big difference in how we do things. Because I've been on both ends. I've been with uh, I done been with I done been with both So let me just leave it at that so I know the, I know the ins and outs of man and woman Man and man I've been I done a done a lot before I was 21 Let's just say it like that <laughs> I'm just being honest So that's why I'm saying to you The whole point of the matter is Brothers 
have to be comfortable with having these things done. It's not a killer. We're not trying to emasculate y'all. We're not trying to feminize y'all. We're just trying to give you pleasure like we get pleasure. Because well, how much can a woman, I mean, come on, let's be real. It's only so many things a woman can do to you. Suck your nipple, suck your dick, kiss you. But a brother got so much to do, he can do anal. He can do doggy. He can do missionary. She can ride his face. It's so much more y'all can do. So when we give y'all just a little bit of pleasure, just believe it's just pleasure. Not to videotape you or make you feel like a bitch. <laughs> uh, so I, I, th- I think that's a good way to close the segment. So, with us talking though, I'm already going to tip you what we talk what we talking about next. Since it was my turn to choose the next the next topic next time, we are going to talk about when it is appropriate or non appropriate to record your sessions with your partner. Because and now this is going to be just for y'all listening. It's going to be like a little preview because my thought is this right. You know, some people when they when they they separated and broke apart, people keep they you know the videos and, and and stuff like that, and they might hold it against them or whatever. We're just gonna talk about that whole process next time. I think that'd be a good topic for us to talk about. It might open a can of worms and then we can go into it. So I just want to put that out there for you because because you, you was talking when you was talking, you said, oh, she might record you and put it out there on World Star something like that. So that made me think like, let's talk about recording. And when is it appropriate or not appropriate to record? How much should you record? How long should you keep those recordings after you don't you don't fuck with nobody no more? Or is that which should you keep them forever because that was y'all moment? I don't you know I don't I don't know. But we'll talk about that next time. What do you think is that a, is that a is that a decent topic to to, to cover next time we we Ooh, link up? That honestly has so many layers to it that to you for disclaimer <laughs> y'all don't know. I spring everything on him so he has no time to actually get his thoughts together because everything is sprung <laughs> on. Every question we ask when it's my turn is sprung on the same day, same moment. So he never has time to actually think on it. So everything y'all are hearing is fresh. Everything is straight off the head. Nothing is pre-rehearsed. Nothing is pre-written or pre-recorded. Now, I know what I'm going to say. I I know what my topic is going to be, but I never know what his reaction is going to be, nor his response. So he gave me mine, so I have time to think. But typically, you're not going to get me to tell him what I'm going to tell him because I like right. to keep the action fresh. But you don't know what I'm going to react because so the thing that's cool about us, though, right? Even though you know, yeah, my, when you say stuff, I have follow up questions. So I don't know what you're going to say. That's my point. So that's the that's the cool thing about when we do this. So even though I tip my hand about what we're going to talk about, but I know I like nine out of ten, you're going to say something. I'm gonna be like, oh man, like, <laughs> like hold on, hold on, I don't want to cut you off, but. Blah 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 blah. I know that I know I'm gonna do that. So like that's the cool thing about it. But that topic just hit me. You know that that's something cool we can talk about next time. Uh, that I think is a, a good topic. So thank you, Zone, again for you know making it happen. Like I said, we are gonna make this keep happening. We don't care about these time zones or none of that stuff like that. And um, we've been getting a lot of good feedback, so we're gonna keep on you know, putting content and everything out there to keep this thing going. So you closet freaks out there. I'm gonna let Zone say her farewells because you know she still gotta go out there and get that money. So I'm gonna come let her go out there and do a thing, you know. Uh, so she can give a closing remark before we head up out of here. Zone, let them know what you gotta say. Closing remarks, well, summary. I like the question, the Q and A's that we get because it's some of the things that people ask. I honestly be thinking, do people really think like this? Like I know how I think, and I think on a dirty level, pretty much 24 hours a day. <laughs> So I'll be wondering how other people think. So when they ask questions, I love to respond because I know some of the things I've been looking like, 
do really people really understand what we be thinking in our heads sometimes? Questions that we have that other people are afraid to say. So if you have anything that's questionable that we can answer from an honest opinion, not nothing written in a book, not nothing that we seen online, but this is most things that we tell, or at least I tell, is straight from experience. I'm gonna tell you, like I said, if I could tell you all the nasty stuff I've done, this would be like, this would be the freak. This would be outright nasty. We, we gotta, we, we got time. We got time. We gotta, we gotta ease them into it. We can't open up the whole, you know, the, the whole enchilada just yet. We got layer by layer, you know. We, 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 we heating them up though. People been enjoying the conversation, which is, which is, which is good though. So, well, we gonna spring some nasty stuff on you. Trust me, I do. <laughs> So I can say fetishes. Oh, I would give y'all some fetishes. Some fetishes y'all didn't think about. But that's a story for different things. So I'm going to close out and say thank you because I do have to get to work. I'm going to be late, but I have to get there. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning into the episode. We will see you all next week. Thank you all for the support, you closet freaks. Until next week. <laughs>